What up, y'all? It's the Morning Hustle podcast, and it's going down with L'Oreal and myself, Kyle Santillian. Yes. And talking about a good time, at today, we're about to get it in, Lo. Are okay? you now? I said we are. The oh, show. No, you, I'm, I'm getting it out. All right. Listen, uh, <laughs> Mario sits down with us today on the Morning Hustle podcast. You know, or as I call him, Mario. <laughs> <laughs> we'll get into that conversation. A question for y'all, man. What's the longest grudge someone has ever held against you for what you think is a really stupid reason? The you know Reese's I mean? that you didn't share with me. You the don't other need day. to hold a grudge. There's more it's out there in the machine. Two of them, and you ate them both. If I only have two, how can I give up 50% of my Reese's? Karen is Karen. All right, I know you're working on some stories as well. <laughs> That's right. And there's some disturbing news coming from Howard University. We're going to tell you all about that. And also, a couple of people are literally. Out of pocket, mm. okay? I'll talk about, you might want to put hands and feet on them. <laughs> no we'll doubt. talk all about it coming up in the lowdown. Plus, Zena's got a situation, man. She's noticing some suspicious behavior from her pastor. Ooh. You know what I mean? Is he spending extra attention with certain members of the congregation? Does he have a Bentley? You dun, know, dun, some dun, of these dun. pastors. Exactly. <laughs> We're going to get into that for asking for a friend. But first, it's time for Kyle's message of the day. And mine. Listen up. It's... It's Kyle's message of the day. You heard? All right, y'all. Kyle's message of the day today is enjoy the journey as much as the destination. Enjoy the journey as much as the destination. Like, you can't even really fully appreciate where you got to without all the work that you put in to get there. You know what I'm saying? Think about the times that you made it through certain struggles, the good times you had with people, the bad times that warned you about things not to deal with, you know what I mean, that removed some people from your life. All of those things are necessary. And all those things along the journey are the things that made you who you are today that allowed you to t- fully take advantage of the destination and where you landed. Mm. To fully take advantage of where you're going and where where you're going to be. And when you get there and you're set up, you say, you know what? I'm built for this because of what I've been through. I'm built for this because of the journey that I've been on. So I know a lot of times we don't get to where we want to go as fast as we would like to, or we feel like we should have been there sooner or it shouldn't have been this difficult, but it's all good, man. Everything that you're going through right now is going to prepare you for when you finally do get there. So with that being said, Kyle's message of the day today is enjoy the journey as much as the destination. And when you get to the destination, don't forget, you ain't got to go home, but you got to get the hell up out of here. Yeah. That's not gossip if you heard it here. Get that glass ready. She's spilling all the juicy tea. It's the Lord Hour L'Oreal. I'm so disappointed in the things that I saw on social media and on the news regarding Howard because uh, there was at least one student stabbed, several others were injured in a violent brawl that happened outside of the university. So this happened on Monday morning. And uh, there was a bunch of locals that came over to the campus and Mm -hmm. it just got very, very disrespectful and wild. Mm -hmm. A bunch of DC locals came up to us. It was like maybe 5, 10, 20, and one lunges at me, so I square up. They just started kicking us, punching us, and we were getting jumped. So they have video footage of it, and it was so bad that these kids, they started running. Like, they there was nothing else they could do. It was 30 yeah. against 2, 3, and one of their friends got left behind, and that's how he was injured badly, you know. So the campus police was there, and he couldn't do much of anything. It was just one of him. And um, they also said that there was one juvenile suspect that was arrested that had a gun. So this is uh, very upsetting for me. You know what I mean? I literally just dropped my daughter off on campus last week. But see, I understand these things happen, right? Having been at an HBCU, uh, there's always that tension between students and the local, uh, you know, people that live in whatever city. Like yeah. this is this is a common thing, no matter what HBCU you go to. Now, the fact that this fight broke out between students and some and some people that are, you know, local to the area, um, is not uncommon. But the fact that somebody got stabbed. Yeah. You know what I mean? The fact that, yo, the security didn't do nothing. The fact that all of this is being pushed and and commented on on social media, that's some next level stuff that I really have a problem with. Well, I believe that the security couldn't do much of anything because he didn't even have a gun. So it was just literally the security. He would have got beat up like the kid. You got to do something, though, because otherwise, what are you there for? What's your job to do? Yeah, I thought he should have at least tried to turn the kid up. But I guess even if you touch him, you never know what might happen in that situation. He's probably only doing 
what he's trained to do. I don't. I got to get some more information about Howard. But at Winston-Salem State University, our campus security were campus. They were police officers. They were city police officers with a campus division, so to speak. Yeah. You understand what I'm saying? So I don't right. know. I don't know what was going on with this he particular wasn't a guy. Police officer. But he should have at least been calling somebody on the phone. From what I'm understanding, he ain't do nothing. Oh no, 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 no. He was definitely calling, and it looks like he was trying to look for help. But when it's just you and and the person that stabbed, I'm pretty sure it had to be scary and bad. The university is speaking out, saying that they plan to install a thousand more cameras. What's that gonna do? Right. Like, I mean, first of all. Uh, that should have already been there in the first place. This is still a campus where you want to make sure your students are safe. They're paying a lot of money right. to go to this school. Uh, Howard has a lot of problems going on right now, too. Felicia Rashad is stepping down as the dean over there. Mm-hmm. And she actually helped bring a lot of extra money in Netflix. She got them to donate $6 million. Yeah. And I will say this. When people get to donating, they usually tend to go to, like, Howard or Morehouse. Yeah. Like, so they are one of the more funded schools, for but sure. HBCUs. For sure. But, like, look, your daughter goes there. Exactly. And imagine, she could, you walking down oh, the street, God forbid. Yeah, you, you know, know I called to check to make sure she was good. You know what I mean? But again, like, and this was a random attack. This is what I'm saying. Like, yo, campus police, that's who we really got to hold responsible in situations like this, campus security, because that's the whole point of your job is to make sure kids are safe. But I think there's a difference between campus security and campus police police. Well, we, we got to figure it out. Yeah. They, they need more of one than the other. They definitely need more. This is a, I don't think this situation has happened at Howard before, not to my understanding, but we don't want to see it happen again. I'm L'Oreal. That's the lowdown. You can follow me at Starring L'Oreal, L-O-R-E-L, or Morning Hustle Show. Y'all need to learn how to act out here. Why are we doing Come this on, to man. each other? That's right. All right, let's keep it moving, man. We're going to get into some other stuff. We got to help out Zena today and asking for a friend. She's noticing some suspicious behavior from her pastor, okay? And she's ready to do something about it. We're asking for a friend at 810. She's ready to pass him some <laughs> offering. 810, 710 Central right here on the Morning Hustle. Hey, taking your morning to the next level. I'm on a new level. Hey, yo, it's the Morning Hustle with L'Oreal and Kyle Santillian. And listen, man, we're asking you about the longest grudges you've ever had to deal with. But it's based off this whole situation with Tori Spelling. L'Oreal, what happened with her? So we know her from 90210 back in the day. Her yeah. father was the show creator. And they've had a long time grudge. It's been, we've heard plenty of rumors about them. When he died, he died with a big, humongous, billion-dollar fortune, and he didn't leave her anything. Mm. Okay, so her siblings got money. Her mother got money. She's Her mother's currently worth like $600 million. And Tori Spelling is living in a trailer Damn. with her five kids. Right, well, they live in a simple life. But she's holding on to that grudge. So that brings us to what we're asking you, Hustlers. Man, what's the longest grudge you've held or someone has held against you and for a stupid reason? For a petty, stupid reason, For a petty, reason, stupid right? reason, right? Oh, yeah. what about you, Kyle? Because I know I got a couple of people. I, you know, I don't get into grudges a lot. I can think about one <laughs> where I didn't speak to one of my old coworkers because I felt like it was a conspiracy and I got let go behind it. Oh, I felt really? like there was a lot of, I felt like there was conversations. I felt like there was meetings behind my back. I felt like there were things going on where that led up to me not working there no more. Now, was this in radio? Yeah. So it was definitely <laughs> conversations behind your back. It was definitely, it was definitely radio. That, y'all, y'all don't know. <laughs> how it is in this radio yo. world. It is wicked. Yeah, so I didn't talk to this person uh, after that situation. I probably didn't talk to that person for like seven years. Yeah, because they we, definitely did. Whatever you think they did, they did, did that. Yeah, right? Yeah. <laughs> so we, you know, we finally had a conversation about the landscape, how everything played out. So we're cool now, but probably about seven years, I was like, I felt like that person was responsible for me not working there no more. But Kyle, that seems like a big thing. I done got into an argument over rice where <laughs> that was held a grudge. Wait, okay? you got to tell me what happened. Okay, so my friend, she didn't eat any meat, only chicken, Okay. right? So she was ranting and raving about this chicken fried rice. I'm talking about for weeks she was talking about this chicken fried rice. She's like, I get it all the time. Yeah. After work, I pick it up, and it's my favorite. Yeah. So I'm like, I, I want to try this rice. So we go to the restaurant. It's me, her boyfriend, her, and we go to go get this fantastic rice. For sure. Now, the rice sits down in front of me, and I smell pork fresh off as soon as it, it hits because I don't eat pork. But it's supposed to be chicken fried Yeah, rice. and I don't eat chicken now either, but, you know, it's supposed to be chicken. So at the time, I did. So I'm like, uh, let me try a little piece. It does smell like pork, but she, she doesn't eat that. Make a long story short, I tasted it. I was like, there's pork in this rice. Right. She goes, no, it's not. Da, da, da. So she's so mad. She's arguing. So I'm like, let me ask 
the, the waiter or the cook or somebody. Right. I asked, and the waiter goes, yeah, you know, it's cooked with pork, like a sauce, sausage base with pork. So now I'm looking at her like, <laughs> so she like starts spitting it out in the napkin like, no, they never made it like this before. This right. is a different one. <laughs> like she's got, a like, different this one. This is a different rice. Like yeah. I usually, they know that I, it's just no, ch- just only chicken. So I started laughing. I'm like, oh, you've been eating pork all this time. Cause you know me, I'm like a troll Yes, too. you are. Okay, Yo, go ahead. she was so mad. I'm talking about, she tried to leave me and her boyfriend in the restaurant. Cause <laughs> <laughs> I was giving her a hard time about it. Cause she ate pork though. Yeah. Like you've been eating pork all this time and you were fine. What are you mad for me? Wait, so how long did this particular grudge last? Bro, like months. <laughs> she probably still got a problem with it. Like that, I'm not even gonna lie, but it was it was funny to me. I wasn't all the way laughing because I ate a little bit of pork myself, so yeah, I wasn't sure. happy. But like, nah, she she was effing that rice up. You Yo, hear me? Yo, that is mad petty <laughs> over rice to have a grudge for months with somebody. Nah, she mad because she was a fake em, so like em. <laughs> All right, hustle this is your turn. Let us know by the time you held a grudge or somebody held a grudge against you for a petty ass reason, a ridiculous reason. Hit us up 866 Hustle 8. She really ain't speaking to me for mad long. 8. Sierra in Indy, what do you say? Uh, my mama held a grudge against me for letting my brother get her lawnmower. So we ain't talked to like we ain't talked to like four years. Over a lawnmower? Yes. I got a brand new one and told him he can get hers, and she was so upset about that. I talked to him. That is wild. Oh, my goodness. Call your mother today and patch that up. That's crazy. I, I've been trying, but I don't know. She hold, she hold grudges. Yeah, how you going to borrow somebody something and then give it away? I mean... I get it, but it was her brother. Like, so why didn't the brother just use it and bring it back? Like, I'm no. Co- what's going on with this family? He probably kept it. He irresponsible, and lawnmowers ain't no hoe. Them things expensive. The mother's mad at the daughter for telling the brother to get the lawnmower. This family is in trouble. Yes, because <laughs> she let her borrow it. She got a new one. She going to give it to somebody else. What you oh talking my about? Give my lawnmower back, sis. Or daughter. 866 hustle 8 We're talking grudges. Malcolm in Georgia, what you say? Basically, what happened, my friend, you know, he used to be working from Tulsa or whatever. He was telling me, he was like, man, I'm so tired, I'm so tired. Because I was like, man, let's just let's go out or whatever. I said, man, listen, that's what you work for. Man, do you know we stopped talking? Man, I'm talking about literally, man. It feels like 10 years. It was crazy. Because he didn't want to go out. He was just like, man, I'm just tired, man. I'm just tired. That's okay. That's what you work for, man. We grown. You know, at that time, we got as students, but we worked and, you know what I'm saying, went to school as well. But I had just got to a point. I had got to that that breaking point. I'm like, man, dog, we grown, man. Like, I mean, just man up. What happened, man, his mom passed, man, and then that's how we reconnected. And then it just so happened, man, he ended up uh, getting in my wedding. So, man, we, so we still cool to this day, man. We still best friends, man. Good. But, you know, we just like Good. both of so. I'm glad they worked that out. To be <laughs> mad for 10 years because somebody told you, hey, we're all tired. Let's go hang out. It's crazy. Nah, yeah, I would feel a way about that, too. Like, you're not my kind of tired, though. I wake up at... <laughs> nah, but some people do be mad, like... When you complain, not complain, but like when you like just give a little vent. Yeah. And it's a, if it's your friend, you want them to be on your side. Did not talk for 10 years over that. It's crazy. I don't know, bro. I'm tired. Natasha. I'm talking to your ass. In Raleigh. <laughs> what do you say? Okay. My sister has a grudge on me ever since I was born because she said I'm light skinned and have nice hair. She's Ooh. 60. I'm 40. And she still treats me like that. I never knew that she didn't like me or didn't or had a grudge against me because maybe three years ago. That's, That's my crazy. sisters, too. They treat me the same way. That's terrible, <laughs> man. We got to get past this colorism thing, man. That's nah, out of pocket. I do feel like when I was younger, because my sisters were closer in age, they yeah. had the same father, mm-hmm. they both look alike, they were like twins, yeah. brown skin, and then here I am, this little adopted-looking child, because I got the different father, right. everything, and they used to do little teasing things. I mean, like, now we good, yeah. but like when we were younger, I will say, like, that is a thing. I want to shout out your sisters because I keep running into them in the streets and they're very nice to me. They, what streets are you running? Don't worry they about don't it. Don't worry about the street. it. Chico oh, because Ch- you are homeless. Chico in Chattanooga. <laughs> <laughs> what you got? I'd go to my dad's during the summer and he took me to this barbecue joint. One of the best barbecue joints I've ever had in my life. And I ate half the sandwich, woke up sandwich, the other half was gone. So I asked my dad about it. He lied originally and then like a couple months later he was like yeah I ate the 
sandwich. So, yeah, categorically shouldn't seven years old for half a barbecue sandwich. Yeah, that is the dumbest thing ever. No, but he lied. Hey, why did he lie? Why did he lie? Sandwich. Why That's did he lie? That's the difference, yo, because my father, we would leave a half a hoagie or something in the fridge, wake up the next morning, and my pop would be sitting on the couch eating it. In your face. In your face. <laughs> Who paid for it? I did. Oh, okay. That's different. <laughs> now, now, if his pops paid for it, that's his sandwich. Technically, you ate half of his sandwich. Yeah, I don't think it was, man. At least in my situation. My, my One of my best friends laughs at me about that every time we talk to this day. Like, Well, yeah. guess what? Remember that time your dad just ate your food in front of you? <laughs> That's crazy. You can eat any of my leftovers, pause. And it's because I don't eat leftovers. So I bring them home, acting like I'm going to eat something, yeah. and I don't touch it. So you go there ahead. Y'all is. can have my half a hoagie. All right. Keep the no phone rush. calls coming, man. We appreciate y'all. It's not gossip if you heard it here. Get that glass ready. She's spilling all the juicy tea. It's the Lord Hour L'Oreal. Now, I don't believe in putting your hands on anybody, but I can see why some people snap and do it, okay? <laughs> right. Now, Kiki Palmer, she went viral, we know, with Usher. She pulled up to the Vegas concert that everybody wants to pull up to, mm-hmm. and she got one of them seats. You know the seats. The seats where Usher comes walking yeah. and sashaying through, and then he spots you, yeah. and then he picks you up yeah. off your feet. And he sweeps you off of him. Yep. And you sing. He get to singing with you and dancing with you. Remember he did that with Kiki Palmer? Yes, he and did. And the baby father slid his wrist on the internet? <laughs> Easy. <laughs> but well, yes. he, he didn't necessarily slit his wrist, but he played himself and was like, is that something a mother would wear? Really, he was just upset because I should. a good point, though. Yeah, you know, with serenading his, his bitch. Yeah, that's true. He was upset about that. He didn't like that at all. Well, Kiki seems to have removed herself from him. You know, uh, took some of his pictures off social media and all that. So he's still the baby's father, right? But she's been outside and I ain't seen him. Mm. Okay. Now, guess what? She is the star of Usher's new video. Disrespect. Titled Boyfriend. Mm. Somebody say that your boyfriend's looking for me. Come on, man. Not somebody such a boyfriend's looking for me. How disrespectful can you get? Oh, man. Oh, my God. She's all up in that thing, man. He thought that little dance at Vegas. What you think they was doing while they was filming this video? Like, she had to been put up somewhere. They might have been hanging out. Maybe even did. I would have him thinking all kind of stuff. You know, that's when you post the things where your plate here, you can see the corner of another plate, but Mm -hmm. you don't show who the person is. Know who that person is that bought it. Like, who sponsored this trip, young lady? <laughs> it might be both your plates, but you got to make it look good. Yo. You know what I mean? Is she wrong? Absolutely. Is Usher I love wrong? Kiki. I love Kiki. Like, Kiki has always been cool with me. I, I love Kiki. But damn. You think she's wrong for oh capitalizing off of a moment? They're both capitalizing off the moment. moment. She yeah. is and Usher is. And I get it. But I mean, you know, is it worth more drama for your family? Because at the end of the day, this guy is your family. He's the father of your child. I don't know this man. Sorry to this man. It's with Kiki. <laughs> Kiki is making a power move. I mean, she's doing what she's doing. Usher's taking advantage of the moment, but I ain't gonna hold you. I feel bad for dude, man. This is why I can never be a baby father because I cannot deal with all the outside stuff outside of my kid. Okay, so was Usher wrong for asking Kiki to be in this video, even though she he knew the the, the stakes. I would say kinda, but it's not his responsibility. He's gonna take the moment and and run with it. The same way he capitalized off the tiny desk moment. You know, you see the power watch of the this. internet. Watch this. Watch this. Watch, well, watch this. I'm gonna get her in the video now. <laughs> now I hope that her boyfriend slash baby father can't fight because if he can, Usher, you think it's gonna be a dance off? Nah. <laughs> <laughs> like bad. It ain't gonna go no further, man. I I don't even think they could keep a relationship now if they wanted to. It's over this point. You think so? Yeah, if I was due, our relationship's over. You can't play me like this. I mean, what if he's in the video too? Nah. No? It's over. Uh, what you about are. Kim Kardashian? Did you see that? Oh, yeah. She was at the Drake concert the other day in LA and if anybody remembers, I know y'all do, Drake and Kanye have this long-standing feud and he's even accused Kim K of sleeping with Drake at one point in time. If I'm L'Oreal, mm. that's the lowdown. You mm. can follow me at Starring L'Oreal, L-O-R-E-L, or Morning Hustle Show and that clip of Drake walking past her, cringy. <laughs> we, we, we. 
you at? Where you at? Where you at? Check in and rep your hustle. 866-HUSTLE-8. Rep your hustle. The Morning Hustle Cash Grab. What? 10 questions. Question. 60 seconds. Tyann is on the line right now, representing Ty Ty. representing out of Detroit, <laughs> and you're trying to get a thousand dollars today, right? Yes. All right. What you gonna do with that money? Hey, gotta give back. Make it rain. Mm-hmm. You know. She sounds like she go to the strip club. <laughs> <laughs> Don't you judge her because she's from Detroit. She only goes there for the lamb chop. <laughs> <laughs> All right, well, let's get ready to make it happen, baby. You got 60 seconds to answer 10 questions. For every correct answer, we'll give you $10. If you get all 10 right, you will win the $1,000. If you don't know an answer, say pass. We'll come back to it as long as we have time. Yeah. Make sure the answer that you give is the one that you want because we got to go with your first answer, okay? Ain't got no choice. Okay. All right, we want to hook you up. L'Oreal has a free answer for you right now. And the answer I'm going to give you is going to be South Africa. Okay. All right, you got it? Yes. 60 seconds on the clock. Are you ready? Yes. Here we go. What animal is known as man's best friend? Dog. Who painted the Mona Lisa? Pass. How many dwarfs are there in the story of Snow White? 11. Who was the first African-American president of the United States? Barack. What is the top number in a fraction called? Numerator. How many stripes are on the American flag? Mm. Pass. What did old mother Hubbard go to the cupboard to get? Pass. McDowell's was a burger restaurant in what classic movie? Pass. The springbok is an animal native to what country? Australia, South Africa, or Germany? South Africa. Colds are often due to the buildup of mucus and phlegm. Spell phlegm. P-H-L-E-M. Time. Yeah, <laughs> you almost got that phlegm right, though. Almost. Like, <laughs> oh, you, you didn't get much of anything else right, but you got <laughs> Well, you can't get it right when you pass everything, That's true. Laurie, you yeah? did pass everything. <laughs> you was like switching lanes over here. <laughs> Hilarious. Okay. So the person that painted the Mona Lisa, Leonardo da Vinci, how many doors were there in the story of Snow White Girl? It was seven. You added three. Three more. You had Raheem, Joe, and Tim. Why did you say so? you don't know the story of Snow White and the Seven Dwarfs? She said eleven. I, I forgot. Oh, okay. You said eleven. So Raheem, Joe, Tim, and Mike. They the other. They put them with Doc and Sleepy in right? them. That is funny. Okay. Um, there are thirteen stripes on the American flag. One for each colony. Yes, that's thirteen colony. Yes. Old Mother Hubbard. She went to the cupboard to get her poor dog a bone. He was hungry. McDowell's, the burger restaurant from Coming to America? No? She no? Like, no okay. Yeah. <laughs> it's okay. It's all right. That boy good. <laughs> and phlegm. Phlegm is spelled P-H-L-E-G-M. So you mixed up the M and the G. So you were close, but no cigar. Come on, Ty Ty. You got one, two, three. You got $40. $40. I gave you 10 of the 40. Don't that, forget that. That's a couple value meals at McDowell's. <laughs> Good luck finding it. All right, Tayana, congratulations on the $40. Okay, baby? Okay, thank for, you. For four, everybody. Four right for the four extra dwarfs. <laughs> for everybody listening right now that feels like they can do better than Tayana, text cash to 71007. You could be up next to play the $1,000 cash grab on a morning hustle. That's mad dwarfs in one house. Oh, hold on the line, all right? <laughs> hey, taking your morning to the next level. I'm on a new level. What up, y'all? You know what it is, baby. The morning hustle is in the building. L'Oreal, mm-hmm. Kyle Santillian, and of course, man, one of the homies, man. This guy's been hanging out yeah. for years, doing this thing, making waves in the industry. Uh, always a good brother to talk to. Got some oh, new God. music out, man. We got to get up for Mario. Hey. Mario. What's happening? What's happening? What's happening? I say Mario. Is that a problem? It's Mario. (laughs) I mean, you you cute. I almost want to let you get away with anything, but I can't. I can't let you get away with that. You're going to influence people to 
to say it. You got too much of a big voice. But I think it's like the, I always say in yeah. New York, that's just how we say yeah, it. Yeah, I'm tired but of that. But then when, like, excuse. I say, <laughs> he said, I'm no tired more of that. New York excuses. But then Mario. when I think about, like, Superman, he'd be like, hey, it's me, Mario. Mario. Yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> that's it. It's Mario. Okay, okay. So, time Mario. The there you go. See, okay. Right. And he only yeah. goes by the one name, so you got to get it right. Yes. You know what exactly. I'm bell every morning like that? Yeah. That's your thing? Yeah. I, well, Ooh. if I don't like them, then I don't give them the bell. Whenever oh, she feels fine. like it's I'll about like, something quiet. deserving. Oh, it's the two better, the two Yeah, yeah. <laughs> okay, I got you. I got How you, you feeling, bro? You still out here doing it? Man, I feel good, baby. I just, feel good. I feel like, you know what I'm saying? It's just a, you know, just the next, the next phase, man. I go through these phases of, of like, you know, moments in my career. You know, if you listen to like the, the every project, like there's always like a new sound or something mm-hmm. that I've been releasing and like so it's just getting back to it yeah. we having fun though this record main one is, is going crazy it's a fun record you know it's it, it was a night of just being out that turned into you know us making music together me and Tiger and then Wayne came on later so that's how yeah. you, we yeah. literally were like I wonder what made him link with Tiger I yeah. wonder what made yeah. him link with Wayne so y'all hanging out and just like you yeah. know what let's go literally, to the studio dog, if you listen to the record there's like girls talking in the background and shit like we had <laughs> it was like if we was just to record a record right here and people just raging it was just we were just having a good time and I think that's dope because obviously like we've been through your journey for quite yeah, some time. Yeah. And we, me and Kyle actually discussed that, how a lot of artists don't know how to evolve with different yeah. sounds in different it's times. Yeah. It's great. I mean, I study the game. I'm a student. I'm really a student. I'm a study. I study everybody. You know what I'm saying? I was, I was in Atlanta when I was, what, like 12, 13 years old when mm-hmm. Usher was making Nice and Slow. Mm. And, and you make me want to, like, I was... Well, I can't remember what was one of the songs. I was at Jermaine Dupri's studio when they was working on. That's on crazy. Like, so I've been around it for a long time. You know and you spoke of Usher. Usher actually yeah. gave you your flowers the other day. Yes, sir. Yeah, we were he talking did. about that he at did, the, the, Reg- the Goat, Vegas man. residency. Yeah. He showed you love. Crazy. Crazy show. Um, we had a great fucking time. Oh, excuse my language. You good. <laughs> we had a great time. And, uh, it was just, it was lit, man. It was good to see R&B on that stage. You know what I'm saying? On that level. You I have a lot saying? of debates about R&B and the state of R&B. Yeah. My philosophy uh, is that so many rappers have started singing and it's kind of taken some of the, uh, taken a piece of R&B away in that regards, right? But then the other side to me is like R&B used to be about singing love songs. Yeah. Uh, quote, unquote, wooing the woman, trying to get yeah. the woman. And I felt like we went from you know, hey girl, what's your name? To hey, I'm trying to fuck you back to sleep. <laughs> you know what I mean? And I mean, it's where, just where, more, where do you it, fall into that? They was always talking that shit, man. It that just yeah, was differently. smooth, though. That's right. what I'm saying. But now it's, it's like, good. yeah, but the internet ain't smooth no more. Everything is like straight to the point. Right. Mm-hmm. Girls is talking crazier than guys. True. You know what I'm mm-hmm. saying? So it's like, you know, it's just the culture right now. I feel like we can't. You know, we got looking for shit, things as they really are. <laughs> I'm li- I'm still half sleeping. We got to look at things as they really are. You know what I'm mm-hmm. saying? And I feel like what allowed everybody like R&B, everybody like Melody. Yeah. Auto-Tune came and gave people that can't really sing the opportunity to be like, oh, I'm about to sing and create some melody and compete. People right. just want to make the best music possible. You know what I'm saying? I just think that, our, that radio used to be more less segregated, right? Mm-hmm. Where you had a lot more of the same, like different types of music playing on the same stations. Mm-hmm. And then like the Digital Crusade, and now you got like a million stations and you got, you know, so many different pl- charts now, mm-hmm. everything. So you can, you know, you, it's like hip hop obviously is the most easiest music for people to put out, like flush through the system. So it's just more popular. But R&B can never die because it's just, it's just transitioned in its... I feel like in its position, you know, but I think it's coming back in terms of like people wanting to hear R&B again. Yeah. I still think there's a lot of R&B artists out there that's like, you know, whether they're independent or whether they're like up and coming or girls been holding it down for R&B for the last four years. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? So, but I'm here. Okay. R&B ain't dead. For sure. like, but how does it feel from you being an artist where you do know to go to stations and then magazine publications to now so many streaming platforms and so yeah. many podcasts. Yeah. Does that take a toll on you? Is it a difference or does it still balance out the Oh, same? you mean in terms of like the process yeah, of getting Yeah, the process your of like out. getting your music out there. Um, I think things will always change in life, right? And you just got to continue to like roll with it. You know, you can't, 
you know, if 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 the majority is pushing for a specific thing to happen or people are moving a certain way in life, you what you gonna do? You gonna stay behind? Yeah. You kinda gotta just figure the hustle out and, and keep it going. You know what I'm saying? Even y'all, y'all y'all gotta y'all now y'all doing more videos and more, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, so, I'll be saying they're like, uh-uh, y'all not paying me for this. Right, right. <laughs> That's an extra check. <laughs> you know, I look at it like, though, it's about the journey, it's about the legacy, right? Yeah. So the work has to be put in, right? That's true. And when you do put the work in and you know you got something real, you know you got something to work with, I've been blessed to have a legacy and I've been blessed to have it. So for me, I, I love work. I mm-hmm. love getting up early. I love the grind. I love to touch the streets, but I also like to make sure, all right, cool, what we need to do, ads, streaming I like both sides of it because I feel like that's what makes a legacy artist I feel like your hustle has been one of the reasons one of you're obviously talented thank you but it's also it's also been um, a major part in you maintaining your relevancy over all these Mm -hmm. years 1000 percent yo Mario's not let me say Mario (laughs) (laughs) don't blame me now I know it (laughs) Mario's not afraid Mario's not afraid to put in the work make the visits go to the state you know what I mean I'm a boss I gotta put in the work and also it's just like I got like I need my team to, I can't have my manager working harder than me yeah you feel me even though he do sometimes I ain't gonna hold you he be up 24-7 I don't, I don't know how you do it but like you feel me like it's just it's just a matter of the mindset bro I really wanna win and I really like have been blessed with this opportunity so it's just like I'm gonna step in front of it and stand yeah. on it you feel me For cause sure. it ain't I, it's not too many that has my career that's my very path true from when I came out into today you know what I'm saying? So it's a blessing. But and still out. very humble. Still very humble. And you I'm know what a I, real one. I love about that? Because one. then when you did do like the verses, people automatically thought with you versus Morion because he has the B2K or the big records in their talk, mind. Talk, talk about yeah, it. Yeah, they thought that he was going to come and, and just... Shut it down, Talk and you it. just ain't say nothing. Talk you went it. out there and you killed. <laughs> you it. killed him to the point where everybody else that was on stage had to form a group. <laughs> <laughs> hey, listen. Hey, look. You I'm sing- just saying. <laughs> um, I don't know yet. Nah, it's about, it's about listen. This is the type of woman y'all need, man. Y'all gotta get y'all woman give y'all more support. That's make you right. Hustle morning, get up off your ass <laughs> and get to it. She talking that no, yeah. no, but really, uh, and it was impressive because yeah. when you did see you. everybody going out there and everybody was talking, and then when you came, you just delivered. Nah, for sure. Right, for and sure. So, I had to. So how does to. that feel when you have like a whole stage of your peers? And you literally shut everybody one to everybody that was. I mean, it was that. it was honestly, I don't know why they did it like that and then just do me an O, but you know, I think that everybody on that stage has had their own moments and careers and talent. Mm-hmm. Everybody got their own talent in a different way. Me per, I think that people just have to start respecting different levels of talent in the game and stop mm-hmm. trying to like compare everybody and put it everybody got different levels of talent and everybody's loved for different reasons. Yeah. Right? And I think that when you do stuff like Versus, it shows exactly what you love about who, what you love. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? For me, when it comes to this, the mic and, and, and singing and being a crook. Like, I started in my mom's living room with one mic, mm-hmm. tuning into the radio at six years old, or four years old, I think, with some Mitch Mac socks on in the living room. <laughs> I've been doing it since then. Yeah. And so for me, like, I love it. You, you know what I'm saying? But Versus is set up like... It's, it's set up like a, a, a honestly like a hip hop battle yeah. right really for sure so you can't bring a band to verse and expect it to translate mm-hmm. it's not it's about you and, and the audience yeah and, and then as far as the, nah facts yeah. and then as far as the, 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 the records go I think what happened is that with, with B2K and with O like they had success in a very condensed from a time where it was so big at that point right, in time right but my mine happened like this yeah over time and big, huge records right. that we still Over throw time, on now but, and right. go crazy. And that's what too. made people forget because it wasn't all at one time. Right. right. Sure. You feel me? And then it was just a reminder. So, so. sticking on verses, bro, I got two things I want to yeah. ask you. But not, one is a question, one is a statement. Yeah. Number one, we knew you won when you said, y'all niggas sound crazy. <laughs> <laughs> I ain't gonna hold you versus like you can really go get some popcorn right now and no. just go chill and watch that shit. It, yeah, really, it was the funniest. If you bored, you ain't got nothing to do. Netflix ain't hitting for you that night. 
Watch yourself. The Yo, funniest you one, it. hands down. And then my nah, question is, my question, and I, I love everybody that performed, but what was going through your mind when Mario comes <laughs> the out there with the watermelon? Bro. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know if he was trying to connect with the culture. Yeah. I don't know if it was like he was about to be like, yo, I don't know if he had some a watermelon farm, nigga. Yeah, I don't that was know. weird. They said, they said black know. people back a couple years on that one. I don't know, man. You know what? I, I think did. he was high. I think O was high. So he was hungry. He was high. He was hungry. I did hear something about you and Tank, though. Um, did y'all like have a girl in common or something at like former, like back in the past? And- man. That I, ain't got nothing to do with nothing we talk so about. So I'm going to tell you why. So I was told that that was why Morion decided to bring him out nah, as like a that slight don't have to you. nothing to do with nothing. It didn't? At all. You were the first person who ever asked that. For real? Yeah, do. that was something yeah. that I was told like behind brought, the scenes. O brought people. He brought multiple people out. Yeah. He brought people out because he felt like he needed, he wanted to, I think he wanted to just make sure he, he, he made a statement. Mm-hmm. You feel me? Yeah. So I didn't even know. I was with, oh God, hey bro. Was we not with Jeremiah in the studio a week before? Yeah. Jeremiah came up to me. He was like, that's my homie. He came up to me and was like, nigga, you about to walk. Like, you about to kill this shit. So when he came out, I didn't even know he was there. <laughs> so when you, hear me say, you. <laughs> when you hear me say, yo, Jay, don't do not do this, bro. Like, don't do it. I was. <laughs> yeah. So he was a little off. He got caught in the, in the crossfire. It was fun. I was having fun, man. Rio was up there, you know what I'm saying, just doing what he do, man. Yeah, that man. was a good one right there. I'm not going to lie. It was a good one. <laughs> Speaking of hip-hop, I want to ask you this, man. Everybody's celebrating the 50th anniversary of hip-hop. Yeah. Obviously, yeah, you had sure. Just a Friend. Yes. Made off Bismarck's mm-hmm. Just a Friend. You know what I mean? Yep. What was your relationship with Bismarck, and what's your thoughts on just celebrating 50 years of hip-hop? Even though I know you're an R&B singer, For but sure. no, there's a relationship But, but hip-hop was a major part of my upbringing. You know what I'm saying? My mother was huge on hip-hop. She loved hip-hop and R&B. Um, but Biz, man, from the first day I met him on a video shoot, because I met him on a shoot when he came, he just was like a real person, man. He's like an uncle to me, for real. Mm. You know what I'm saying? Just telling me to stay, stay grounded, stay true, just... You know, make sure I focus on longevity. You know, make sure I focus on on uh, having a good team and just he was just an unk man. Always good energy. Yeah. Um, good person. Like to make jokes all the time. You know, and uh, just had a love for DJing and music and hip hop that was just was just raw. Yeah, you know? so, I'm sure he was appreciative of how you took his classic song, flipped it, added longevity to that. Yeah. Put yeah. It in anytime a new I ever needed him for anything, he was there for sure. Yeah. Anytime, and um, and of course, like he was like he was on the right. He was on. The, Y'all ready for me? That's him. That's big. Like you yeah. feel me? So yeah, he That's killed it. Let's keep it with hip hop. Let's keep it with hip hop. So you have yeah. Little Wayne and Tiger both yeah. on there. You said Wayne actually came along later. Yeah. Did uh, how did that work out? Did Tiger say we need you on there? Did you call him no, and I say we need Wayne. you to pull up? I hit Wayne. We was going like we was talking. Me and he was talking about like who we should put on here. Like the like. With Tiger, like to make it a summer smile, I was like, "Yo, we need to put like a goat on here. Like we yeah. need to put like somebody like super goaty." He was like, "Nigga, what about Wayne?" I was like, "Boy," <laughs> and so I, uh, I I text Wayne. He said, "Send it." He sent it back in like shit four or five days. Cause I know they yeah. had like a legal thing going on, so I'm like, for you to get them back together on a record, yeah. I thought that was super dope. And yeah. then that made me do some research, and I'm like, oh, okay, they pieced it up since then. Yeah, man. I mean, you know, I think at the end of the day, like, there's a lot that go on behind the scenes. Like, you know, I mean, everybody, like, when you when you ride hard and you have history with somebody, like, the history is respected. You know, yeah. saying? niggas still gang at the end of the day. Yeah. And we just, you know, whatever happened business wise happens, but like. Yeah, it was. It's no issues. We had fun. We, it was lit. Y'all gotta see the video. Like that's real. That's real. I saw life. the video. The video. It. Crazy, it's just yeah. us calling friends and girls. Like yo, pull up. Like we, we about to do a video, and it's it's lit. Like that, I was like, so. there's a lot of girls. How did you pick a main one? <laughs> right. You don't. You 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 know what I'm saying. You just you keep the options open, and but you tell them one you like. Like look, this is my life, but. I want you to be the main one. Like, you tonight. Know so that's your conversations <laughs> with, with, with tonight. No, it's like, tonight. honestly, the record, just to, to keep it 100, the record is really about, like, the difficulty of finding the main one. Mm-hmm. It's like, I want you to be the main one. I know you want to be the main one because you see that I'm actually, I'm actually a good guy. But this just happens to be my lifestyle. Yeah. You feel me? But it could change for you. Like, that's really what it is. But we made the record fun. So, yeah. Talking about that, though, because I, I have this, I guess it's a philosophy. We were just having this conversation, right? Yeah. Um, about marriage and success and 
we had a conversation this week on the radio about whether or not marriage is an outdated concept. Drake called it mm. ancient. To Drake be called exact. it ancient. And my, mm-hmm. my, yeah. what I said was... I don't think was, marriage is for everybody. Like, if you're exactly. asking me personally, I don't think that marriage is for everybody. I don't think kids is for everybody. You know, people try to press you. Your parents try to press you. But really, you just got to find out your purpose in life. Yeah. One, what do you want out of life? And then what is, what is God's purpose for you? And for hopefully sure. that can kind of merge, you know what I'm saying? Because... You know, there's a lot of pressure out here, on, on, especially with social media. It's like people paying attention to your life. Then when you do have kids, they pay attention to how you raise your kids and what right. you do, what you don't do. Like, yeah. It's a lot. And I think that, like, marriage is a trap for people because sometimes people feel like, oh, like, we have to get married to solidify our love for each other. Right. When it's like, that's really when you put more pressure on a relationship if you're not ready for it. Some people are good at marriages. Some people are good at marriage, been married for... People who have been married for 40 years, shit like that, they got married during a time where it wasn't social media. Right. It was like, all you really had to do was work and go home. Right. right. And create memories with your loved one, right? Right. And create a family. Like, all, now it's just like, you got to do a lot. If you're if you're in your 20s, 30s, late 20s, 30s, you don't really have time for marriage. Really. I, I feel like unless you got a partner and y'all both on the same page and y'all just like... That's the time where you're supposed to be getting your life together, getting your mental health together, healing, like whatever you do. And then maybe later on, but I, I'm speaking for myself. I can't really speak for everybody. I think that people rush into marriage and I think that it's um it can sometimes be a lot of pressure for people. Mm. You know what I mean? It turns into a financial thing. It turns right. into a like, okay, you know, well, I gave up this for you and the marriage. And I did I have a lot of friends who did that and they're not happy. So I think you should spend some time with somebody first and go through things and start building a foundation before you just get married. Yeah. I always say that people like you brought up Drake because he made that statement. Professional athletes, you know, worldwide superstars, rich, famous. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? I'm, I'm like, why? Why would they get married? You know what I'm saying? Because yeah. at the end of the day, I, marriage, in my opinion, was a thing where when people came together, they loved each other, obviously. Yeah. But we're coming together, we're supporting each other, we're making it through life together. And if you achieved a certain amount of success at a certain level knowing around the world all the money you can really move how you want I'm trying to figure out what would make that person say I'm gonna get married I think it's like some people really are into that story that that like love story mm-hmm. and that like I wanna find my person there's a lot of women like that that I've met and they're like and those types of women wouldn't work for me in the place that I am I, honestly I walked away from some real ones real good women because I'm not ready for that. That's yeah. not what I that's not what I want, you know what I'm saying right now. And um you just got to be honest with yourself, you know. Some people are really made for marriage. There's mm-hmm. some guys that really just want because maybe they grew up and saw it, or maybe they didn't have it and they want it. You know, so you just got to know what's best for you to each his own. But I see, I like what yeah. you're saying better because it's not even that you're saying like, no, you're like, you're not ready for it now. Because I think why people do stuff like that is what do you have all this stuff for if you don't have anybody to share with or anybody to give it? But that's the thing. I don't feel like you got to get married to share it with. Like, I feel like you don't have to get married to share it with. I feel me personally, this might sound crazy. I feel like the woman that I decide to share a child with, that's my wife. That's what I think, too. And not even like on some like, this may sound crazy, but it's just by default, you're we're locked in for life. That's true marriage. Right. Marriage, you can sign a paper, get married, and divorce a person and go through hell for however long because it's like it's the same way you felt like marriage is the only way to really lock your relationship in. Divorce is the only way to really know like, it's to really separate. That's true. And so most people that could really stay married, they end up getting divorced because they feel like until they divorce, they won't know if, like, this was really meant. Like, you know what I'm saying? It's like, yeah, like they need that defined to ending the defined to know ending if that was to, really what they wanted in the first place. Some of them still end up being with each other, still fucking around with each other. That's right. true. So it's like, it's a it's a really a psychological game, too. So it's, it's a lot to that go along with marriage. So what if it's know. two baby moms? <laughs> Two, Two baby moms? Oh, man, that's crazy. Yeah, see. That's called a heroin. <laughs> I've been good with not having kids, so like I don't think I would do that. Yeah, I, I, that's a lot. That's yeah. messy. If I was a guy, I wouldn't want that. I always knew I'd I mean, want if that. it happened, I think I could handle it for sure, but it's not something that I want. Five. 
five baby moms? It's crazy. <laughs> you sound crazy. I mean, look you at Nick Cannon. Look at it's numerous never. guys I can name. Future. I'm not even that. I, I'm not. I don't even like. You're not I, that I'm reckless. So, I'm so like, nah. It's not even that. I'm just like, I, I like my privacy. I like my, cause every girl ain't going to be as down as every girl. Like some girls will never put you out there on the internet. Some mm-hmm. girls are like they will never try to taunt. They don't care to get off on you. You know yeah, what I'm saying? Yeah. And every girl ain't like that. You know what I'm saying? You might have a situation where it's cool, and then next thing you know, you got. I ain't that type of dude. I'm. I'm. I don't like to deal with drama. Yeah. I deal. But I deal also deal with things head on. Yeah. Like if I have an issue with somebody, I don't care what it is. I deal with it like right away. I don't like things to linger. Like I deal with it right there. Right. You feel me? That's yeah. real. How, how do you keep your relationships out of the spotlight? Because you, obviously, people know you as soon as they see you. They're going to know who you are. So when you're with know. a woman, it's, like... It's, it's it's just like, I'm Houdini. I'm like, yeah, I'm, I can see that. I I'm see a magician that. with this shit, man. Like, That's I just, hilarious. You know? They're going to catch him next week. Like. I'm a magician with it. Let's yeah. play a game of what will Mario do. Yeah. Mario, he happens to be in Montgomery, Alabama, yeah. walking along the riverfront. Sitting on a white chair. <laughs> sitting on a white fold-up yeah, chair. You know, you're sitting on a white folded chair. Yeah, yeah. You see this uh, this brother who's a security guard or whatever getting yeah. jumped by these people that are mad because he told them to move their boat. What does Mario do? Man, I'm definitely not letting bro get jumped. Nah. <laughs> I'm, I'm, I'm definitely, I'm, I'm, I'm going to try to de-escalate it as okay. much as I can because I feel like my energy is powerful because I've done that before. I've de-escalated things, but you know, I'm definitely not gonna let him get jumped for sure. I'm, I'm hopping in there. Yeah. That's crazy. Sure. Oh, you talking about? Wait, wait, wait. You talking about me being Mario? Mario? Mm-hmm. I'm just or saying, me being you, just you, regular, like just a, regular like, you, regular you. No meaning. Like, am I artist or am I just Mario grown up? Well, give me maybe. both answers. You're Mario in Baltimore. He's swimming and in. Then the- you can give me your favorite <laughs> Mario. I'm, I'm Mario in Baltimore. I'm we hey, we we in a battlefield. Let's go. Yeah. Right. Thanks. So I ain't gonna let bro get jumped. Right. Me being me. I'm going to hope that somebody notice who I am so I can help de-escalate the situation. Yeah. Yeah. If I can. Facts. Because they're going to try to get some money up But at that. the end of the day, it's probably going to end up being some shit anyway because like, I see other people just coming and swinging, so it's just going to be what it is going to be. Right. When's the last time Mario got into a fight? A fight? A fight. <laughs> the last time I got into a fight, probably in... I mean, I don't know if being in the ring is the same because I be I used to spar like a year and a half ago. Oh, that's yeah. dope, but no. You know what I'm saying? That's not, you talking about that's like about outside? outside? Yeah. <laughs> mm. Shit, I ain't been in a fight in a minute. I mean, I had to check a nigga like a week and a half ago that owed me some bread, but. <laughs> yeah, I don't feel like you should be fighting in the street. Yeah, I mean, like it's that. not. If it happened, it happened. I'm uh-huh. outside all the time, but right. I just, I don't know. I just, it's the. I ain't, I had no no reason to get in a fight. Yet. That's good, but I ain't running from it. Like right. it's not a you feel me? Like, yeah, absolutely, totally get it. So speaking of fights, did you say that you thought that the Will Smith smack was scripted? <laughs> <laughs> At the time, yeah. <laughs> so do you? Still- I don't know. I gotta go back. I don't. I don't know. Why did you think that? I just couldn't believe it. Me neither. Yeah. And I honestly, it don't look like Will really wanted to smack him. Mm-hmm. It was like. Are you ready, nigga? I'm gonna smack your ass. <laughs> like, 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 he looks. Yo, if you watch the video, it's like that shit just. Like, but, but I don't know. Or maybe he was. You say, are you kind of changing your mind? <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. Maybe it was. Maybe it wasn't. I don't know, man. Yeah. I don't know. It's TV. It's, you feel me? They're great actors. I don't know. Maybe <laughs> anything can happen. I don't know. What's going on with the Millennial Tour? Cause you you're on tour now. Nah, we go. I go on the show with, with Neon Rama, Thick Champagne and Roses in like two weeks. Two oh, weeks. my bad, like a month. So you and yeah. you're on tour for like a month and a half. Yeah. yeah and then, yeah. um, are you gonna go back on the road? Will you do the Millennium do, Tour again? I'm gonna do my own tour after that. Yeah. Yeah. I think I'm done with Millennium Tour. Yeah. yeah. yeah it was good. It was a good run. I'm done with it though. Yeah. Yeah. How many I'm rounds did you do on it? Two. Did two. two. Yeah. Yeah. Sure. Was I it a lot of drama? It. Too much? Like. Nah, I mean, I think that is just like production wise. I just want to take it to another level yeah. and just kind of have a more like focused situation. It's just, it was so many artists on the show. I think it was just it. It served its purpose for me personally. Yeah. So I'm over with it. 
For sure. Yeah. But you got the new single, Main One. Yeah. You, Wayne, Tiger. Obviously, that's leading up to an album at some point, right? Definitely, bro. The okay. album is the next, that's like the next monument. That's like my next, like, stamp for, for me in my career. Like, just really giving my fans a body of work is, is time. You know what I'm saying? Like, mm-hmm. It's been a while. You got a date on it? Nah, nah, I haven't even started on it yet. I got okay. 3,000 records on the hard drive, but I feel like that crazy. this album that is, is like, crazy. this is going to be a very f- focused and intentional, intentional project, and I'm really pulling in some, like, the right people to make it. Wild, That's though, a lot. Yeah. But congratulations on your 20 year 20 for your yeah, debut. Yeah, so it's you. 21 now, yeah, right? Yeah. That's crazy. Yeah, yeah. It doesn't even seem like that long ago, but it 20 years is a long music time. Music lives on forever, man. Yeah. The timeless music, it lives on. You know yeah, like yeah. I remember certain places being back then when the song first or your career was first going, like yeah. being in certain places when these songs were hitting. I still pray like, braid my hair all the time. That's still my yeah. like I will dead go back to it all the way back. That's right. right. Yeah. That's right. What do you, what do you remember your first like Mario moment? What was your first time hearing hearing me? 106 in Park for sure. I used okay. to skip school Fire. and go up there. Um, I got caught one time. My mother was watching and she was like, how are you here? And here, I was like, well, now they filmed this on the weekend. <laughs> but, but it was earlier in the day and I literally cut school. But like you always was on the countdown. I miss shows like that. Me too. Me right? Too. That shit was just, it was just such a cultural moment. Like I was telling somebody the other day, every time I went to my, I felt like I was going to like a high school reunion or like a, yeah. like a, a party that like somebody threw from school. You know right. They always had people there that was like around your age. Mm-hmm. Or like your fans was in there. Exactly. You know I mean? Like they could line up. Like you had, you know, you put an email. I'm going to 106 Park. All your fans will show up. Like, it's lit. Right. It's hard. That it's and TRL it used to be crazy yep. for you yeah. during those days. Yep. Yeah. I, we need something like that again, though. We gotta bring it back. We gotta. Yeah. We just gotta bring back the early 2000s energy of like real connection, real music, rawness. You know what I'm saying? Like shit was just different. And the you long know what it t-shirt. Is, but you know what it is that was like the very last few years before social media took over absolutely the internet existed but social media wasn't really popping like it is now yeah you you had to literally come to a show or like come to 106 or come to something to see your favorite artist yeah now you could just be like yo what this nigga eat (laughs) (laughs) we dating (laughs) with drama no doubt can he fight (laughs) (laughs) Uh, no doubt well we appreciate you man we want everybody to go check out the new single uh, main one you Wayne Tiger we looking forward to the album and just continue success man appreciate you like we said man you've been rocking and you've always been a humble dude always come to holla at us man so Mm -hmm. it's always love man for sure I appreciate y'all man I wanted to talk about you not drinking anymore really quickly though talk your shit what's up so um, I asked you about it I asked you if you was uh, up last night drinking and you said no that's something you cut out lately recently about how long ago like four months so what made you choose that decision just like I was going out all the time and just like raising a lot drinking and then I just I was like man you know what like this shit like really I don't enjoy my next day like I feel ran down like you feel me I yeah. just felt like it's not for everybody like I can't I can't drink every day and, and still perform at the highest level that I want to so I just cut it out you know what I'm saying I got other vices but drinking I cut that shit out what's the other vices huh you gotta come raise with me find out <laughs> Dick. <laughs> what is it? You know okay, all right. But it ain't nothing crazy. nothing like crazy, crazy. It's it's just, you know what I'm saying? It's high frequency shit. Yeah. High frequency shit. Well, yeah. I got to see what this is. I'm yeah. excited. You look excited. <laughs> yeah. Here we go. Is, huh? are, you, are you scared to try new things? Um, you no, like, I went skydiving in Dubai the other day. Fire. Yeah. For real? When was that? How I was, was that? Crying. I ain't even never did that. <laughs> After or before? Before, because like when the plane took off, yeah. like I was cool until that plane got all the way all up way and everybody the, turned into how many a feet hit. you went? 12,000, 13,000? I don't need to be honest. I don't even know. I didn't even think you to ask them? that. How long did If they would have told me, I probably wouldn't have even been with it. Like When you jumped out, did you like. Did you? How long before you hit? You got to the ground. How did, did it feel fast or was it? No, slow? it felt like hours. Really? I was because like crazy. I couldn't breathe. So like initially the the fall yeah. is difficult because like the wind and everything, and I couldn't catch my breath. But then once the parachute comes out, it's beautiful. Right. But like you, you got to get to that slow. point. Yeah, yeah. yeah, you gotta. Get I always to that. said I wanted to die skydive. Oh my and then god! Go Don't from, say die. Go, no, 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 no. I wanted to skydive. And then go from skydiving, land on the platform, and then go scuba diving, like go deep sea diving. 
Uh, like, can you do that? Boom! Stop, nigga. Put my. Can you do both? Then, no, because I, I think it's something with um your ears. Like you, you can't be on a plane before you skydive. Yeah, so it's like twenty four hours before you can um before you can skydive and after. No, like skydive. I mean, um, scuba dive. Oh, okay, sorry. Gotcha. So like, yeah, because yeah, you're going so low, it'll like your ears will bleed. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, yeah so you can't do that. Do that. So, uh, out, huh? I don't know what kind of <laughs> that's what race is that? The the race where they uh, trying the to get the money? Yeah, like that's it. I know you're talking about. That's too much. Yeah. And then I'll go box and spar, and then I'll yeah. swim and swing somebody <laughs> with a chair. That's fine. Yeah. All right, man. We appreciate you, bro. Thank nah, you for no sliding man. through, man. Sure. Mario yeah. in the building. Y'all know what it is. Yeah. Maybe it's the morning hustle. That's my best friend. We're asking for a friend. Eight six six hustle eight. That's eight six six four eight seven eight five three eight. Zena, good. Good morning. Good morning. How are you feeling today? I'm feeling good. How are you, guys? I'm right, feeling pretty good. Feeling pretty good. We're here to help you this morning. Uh, so let's figure out what the situation. What are you dealing with? Oh, well, okay. My church that I attend, the pastor, you know, he's a good pastor and everything. He's known for his powerful sermons. Uh-huh. But there's something else going on. He treats all the attractive ladies way better than he does everybody else. You know, mm. it doesn't even help that he's single. <laughs> so, <laughs> I think that's better, actually. I'm just glad he ain't married doing it. Oh, uh, yeah, that would be worse, right? <laughs> oh, yeah, you know, when somebody steps up for prayer, he rushes through. He barely gives them any time. But when the hot woman comes, oh, yeah, he's so fully engaged, you know? Right. And you just can't pry him away from them. So, wait, <sighs> so, so, wait, real quick, let me just repeat what you just said. The average person comes up or the unattractive person comes up, he's rushing through his time with them. And if somebody is beautiful, he'll be up there all day with him. Mm-hmm. It just doesn't sit right with me at all. Yeah, that's not right in the Lord's house. Right, exactly. I talked to my husband about it, and he's like, oh, just leave it alone. You know, he loves the church. I do, too. But, you know, it's, it, it bothers me, you know, and I want to know if anyone else is bothered by this, too. Well, how does so, the pastor act towards your prayers? He's not coming on to me. My husband's sitting right there. Um. So, okay. And you think that this affects his, uh, you know, his his work within the church? Yes, it does. You know, and I'm, I, I, there's something that I want to do about it. Oh my know? goodness! Right. Make everyone ugly. I do. <laughs> well, I do understand your point. Like the church is a place where you should come, regardless of how you look and all of that. It's a place where everybody's supposed to be welcome and treated equally. So if he's showing favoritism, I can understand why that would be a problem. So I'm thinking maybe I should follow my husband's advice. Okay. And leave it alone, or maybe I could confront the pastor myself. You know. Okay. Or I can talk to other people about it and see what everybody thinks, and we can go to the ministry board. Oh, my goodness. So it's that serious. You're ready to take it to the board. Oh, yes. Or- One of my friends even agreed with me that she would come on to the pastor, and we would record the whole thing. <laughs> ah, no. <laughs> y'all trying to set him up now. But not just that. What is he doing wrong? This is a single man. If he's finding interest in these attractive women, it's not like if he was like sexually harassing them. Not or doing assault. church, though. You do that on your private time. I mean, she just thinks in her mind. She thinks that he's giving them more attention. But is there really proof? Like, I mean, I would assume the whole church could see it if that was the case. Is that not true? I mean, he's acting like a player. I've seen <laughs> him take about two of the ladies back there, and I thought he was having sex with them. Okay, well, now this is another thing. Why don't you, because there, there's so many other churches, and then, but this is your pastor, and you're going to follow him? Like, wouldn't that lead you to another church? No, I love my church. <laughs> She's like, I ain't leaving the church. We can, a, we can get another pastor, not the church. But the church should be a place of respect. It should be a place where you can go to and feel good and not feel like the pastor's having sex with the sexy woman. All right. Well, let's take it to our hustlers and see what the hustlers have to say. Maybe we'll have I have a feeling. I have a feeling this one's going to be a little controversial <laughs> today. What do y'all say, hustlers? We got Zena on the line right now. She goes to a church where she loves her church. She says the pastor gets powerful sermons. The only problem is he spends way too much time and giving more attention to who he feels are beautiful women rather than in the general congregation. He's offering more than a collection plate. Yeah, he might be. <laughs> so she's trying to figure out. Her husband told her to leave it alone. So she's like, should I leave it alone? Should I confront him? Or should I get some people to go kind of confront the whole church board about this situation? She even considered having her friend set him up 
See if he comes on to her and recording it. This is insane. Zena, let's see what the hustlers say. Hustlers, 866-HUSTLE-8, 866-487-8538. How should Zena handle this situation? Hustlers, let's help her out. V from the land, what do you suggest? Oh, girl, tripping. My man got a congregation within a congregation. That's number one. <laughs> <laughs> He's talking about these pretty women. She ain't pretty. I'm going to just put it out there. She ain't pretty. They say beauty is in the eye of the beholder, and she ain't beholding to him. Damn. She keeps saying he's doing to the attractive women, but he ain't coming on to you. Married yeah. or not, if he was attractive, come on to you. Do sound like a little bit of jealousy in there. Like I, I'm not going to lie. You know? She was like that. He, She was like, why does he be rushing through mine? Right. <laughs> <laughs> he ain't never asked to lay hands on me. Yeah, it's giving like, I don't know if she has a crush on a pastor that or what. That is funny. Kat and Griffin, what do you say? I really think she just needs to leave that man alone. How she know that he thinks that these women are attractive? Come on now. Tell that lady leave that man alone. Let him preach. The funniest thing is he probably gay. Whoa. What? I'm just saying. Let's not just put that on him. I mean, well, she's just saying anything. You know, I agree. jumped out the boat. I I agree with Kat because you don't know what he likes or what he's into. Yeah. Why? Well, let's just not just put put labels on him. Maybe he likes older women and he's just, but you know what I mean? Hustlers, hit us up. 866 Hustle 8, 866 487 8538. Tina and Riley. What do you say? I think we need more questions answered because, I mean, if she loves the church, okay, so she loves the church, they probably have a good motherboard, good deacon board. So no one else is noticing this. And then she said she's going to try to set him up. That's totally different than what you just observe with prayers and whatever. And then yeah. she said he was following people. Even the way she said she's going about doing it, it's not even like Christian life. Come like, on. You know what I mean? Right. She's kind of acting like the cops a little bit. It's not very holy of her <laughs> is giving fed. Very much so. Like, what's up, sis? <laughs> Brandon in Arlington, what do you say? I think her intuition is correct, right? So, number one, she's not tripping. Number two, I think how she should go about it is she needs to beat him at his own game and she needs to recruit a group of gorgeous women. <laughs> like, let him set himself up. So, the truth will come out as soon as she starts bringing in, like, gorgeous guests. Like, she needs to find a two or three, I'm talking about dimes, to show up to the church. Yeah, set him up, but this without toxic positivity, kind of. Yo, toxic positivity. Wrong with y'all? Hold on, listen to the phrase. Toxic positivity. Brandon is wildin'. That should be the name of the church. <laughs> and I believe he goes there. He was like, no, first of all, she's not wrong. Like, he knows the pastor. Yo, he's Team Xena, for real. I'm lost. Uh, Sir Joe in Akron, what you say, bro? She out of line, man. She don't even sound like a mother of the church to be even that concerned. You know what I'm saying? That's why a lot of people don't even want to go to church now because there's people in there trying to judge somebody before they get there. You said that the pastor is single, this, that, and the third, but he he give uh, wonderful messages. Well, all right, if he give ex- sermons and you didn't got the message, you didn't got what you came for, you worried about the wrong thing. Come that's, on now. And that's because he's giving them extra sermons and extra no, messages. she's assuming that. <laughs> like, that. what is wrong with this lady? She's I will pay, say this, though. She's paying too much attention to him and not enough to the Lord. In all fairness, in all fairness, I don't think she should go to these extreme measures, but it is a little awkward for the pastor be, to be paying a certain attention to women because they're more beautiful. Like, as you have to have better decision making than that. First of all, that's entrapment, whatever yes. she's doing. <laughs> True, indeed. Now, it's one thing if he's doing it and you caught him. It's a whole other thing to, to force somebody yeah. and put them in a situation mm-hmm. to do that thing. Okay. She's actually more conniving than she's claiming this pastor is. Now, that's true, too. All right, there's a lot of people that are commenting on it. What do you say? 866-HUSTLE-8, 866-487-8538. Let's go to the phone lines. Good morning. Hey, what's up? This is Connie. I'm originally from Maui. I live here in uh, Centerville, Virginia. You're originally from from Maui. Yeah, that's what's up. Yeah, man. Well, real quick, before we even get into this conversation, man, are your people okay? Nah, man. Uh, three of my family members got relocated, evacuated. One lost everything. Oh, oh man. man. We're sorry to hear that, bro. And our prayers up for your family and friends and everybody going through what they're going through with the fires. I appreciate that. Right on. Mahalo. No doubt. No doubt. All right. So um, you wanted to call in about the asking for a friend as well? Yeah, man. I want to chime in on Anthony talking about the pastor and whatnot. Yeah, go ahead. What's, yeah. Your, what's your thoughts? I got a quick scripture. It's coming from Matthew 18. Uh, it's about the church, dealing with the church. Maybe she can uh, like deal with him in the same sense or in the same manner. And it says, if your brother or sister sins, go and point their fault out just between the two of you. If uh, they listen to you, you have won them back. 
But if uh, mm. they will not listen, take one or two others along so that every matter may be established or the testimony of two or three witnesses. If they still refuse to listen, tell it to the church. And if they still refuse to listen, even to the church, treat them as you would a pagan or a tax collector. Mm -hmm. So maybe, you know, she could go through some angles within what the word already says, as opposed to just like trying to take it in her own hands. I'm not going to lie. I'm with him for most of it. And then he lost me. <laughs> but, but I will say, if you love this church so much and this is your favorite home, and wouldn't you want to resolve the issue before yes. you just go? in guns a blazing? I think so. And to your point, what you said about agreeing with him, his very first statement, yo, pull that man to the side and say, hey, Pastor Man, I feel like this is going on. Let's talk about it. And maybe that'll resolve the issue, right? He's going to be like, so? I was, so you saw me looking at you in the pew? <laughs> Coming to my concubine? F pew. <laughs> F pew? Oh, okay. my God. Okay, I don't know where I get this from. All right, man, we appreciate y'all hustlers. <laughs> don't forget, tomorrow we're going to deal with Twyla's situation. She's torn between surrendering to desire or staying the course to uncover a deeper connection. That's going to happen tomorrow now, at 8, What, 10, the, hell, what 7, the hell does that 10 mean? Central. What does it mean? Tell us now. That means she's fighting temptation. What okay, should she okay. do? So she nasty like the past. Prob probably. Yeah. yeah. I think so. What's wrong with y'all? <laughs> All right, yo. How can they follow you, L'Oreal? You can follow me at Star and L'Oreal. L-O-R-E-L. Especially if you like, uh, if you're a pastor that likes pretty women. <laughs> <laughs> you want to go to a church? I mean, why not? You know, I like attention. <laughs> Who doesn't like a little oh attention? Oh my God. <laughs> she does. What's her name, Jay? What's her name? Uh, was that Zena. Her name was Zena. You know, Zena likes attention. Yeah, she just she ain't does. getting none. <laughs> what about you, Kyle? Yo, follow me on the gram <laughs> at Radio King Kyle. Radio King Kyle. Hit me up there today. I'm following back the first 10 people. He's lying. And the last thing I want to say before uh, we move on very quickly, man, you know, more peace out in these streets, man. We can't have students fighting locals, locals fighting students. Howard University, Washington, D.C. Let's come together. That's right. Be more like Montgomery, Alabama. There you go. <laughs> That's the morning. Hustle. If you're gonna do it, do it big. <laughs>